0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time
2: Uh, rock the world, Lori, and we are going to rock the world with the sales heretic, Don Cooper, one of our idols, one of the folks who helped us get to where we are today, Lori. Say hi to our audience. Bring them on.
3: Hey, everybody. I am so excited to be here. I'm Lori Ruff, the LinkedIn diva, playing here today with Mike O'Neill, the LinkedIn rock star, and we have got the sales heretic on the call with us. Now, I'll tell you all, Don is based out of Denver, Colorado, where we are, and we have date nights. He's one of the few people that, that Michael let me go out on a date with, and um, and so uh, he's a real special friend and really, really sharp at what he does. Very entertaining, audiences love him anywhere, everywhere. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that interview in just a moment. Also, Mike, our tip of the day today is a favorite tip of Don's. So let's start off with the tip of the day.
2: Well, the big tip of the day, Don, are you with us here? Have we got you on board yet? Yes, I am. Right
4: here, Mike. Don,
2: Don, I picture your hair every time I see you. One of the big tips that you brought to us early on in the process was having to stick out and have something that makes us different, doesn't it?
4: Absolutely. And if you
2: saw Don, you'd know what I mean. The man is amazing, and his brain is just pushing his hair right up top to make this crown out there that is part of what what makes Don. Don, have you got a great tip to start the people off with, to just bang them up, and then we'll just reel it in nice and easy?
4: Yeah, absolutely. For anybody that uses blogs as part of your marketing, I take a three-step approach to using my blog with LinkedIn. Every time I write a blog post, which is typically once a week, I will put that in LinkedIn. And I'll usually hit that a couple of times over the course of a week just to make sure that people see it. Second, I've got my blog integrated into my LinkedIn profile. So when you go to my profile, and my handle on LinkedIn is SalesHeretic. That's S-A-L-E-S-H-E-R. E-T-I-C, Sales Heretic, when you go to my profile on LinkedIn, you will see the openings of the last three or four blog posts that I've put up. So you can read my blog right from my LinkedIn profile. And the third thing that I do with my blog posts is I will go into the groups of which I'm a member, and typically once a week, I will post an older blog post. So not the current one, but one from a few weeks or a few months ago that is particularly relevant for that group. Not all blog posts are relevant for all groups. So I'll choose something appropriate, but about every week or so I'll go into all the appropriate groups and post, a, uh, the opening to one of my blog posts. And my titles are almost always very catchy, very, um, uh, Attention grabbing, and the openings typically pull in readers. So I post those in each of these groups, and those three tactics combined get a lot. People will click on the links wherever they are, whether in my update box or on my profile or in the group profiles, and go over to my blog directly on my website, which by the way is doncooper.com.
3: I love that, Don. Well, Don- it is so, you, what you're doing is leaving so many breadcrumbs around the LinkedIn community for people to find you. It's like leaving little bar cards or business cards or flyers everywhere you go of interest to people that are eye-catching that really draw them in to say, wow, this guy's got something cool to say. I want to hear more of what his message is.
4: And precisely because what I'm leaving is not so much marketing It's really information. All my blog posts are strategies, tactics. They're how to increase your sales. So they're all focused on selling, marketing, customer service, negotiating. They're things that all relate to what I talk about, sales. So they're useful. They're actual information. It's not, hey, buy this, or it's not look at me. It's not what I've done, what I did. It's here are some strategies and tactics that you can use. So it's useful information. People want to see it. They like to see it and that's what causes them to click over.
3: Nice. Very nice. So that is the great tip of the day from the sales heretic Don Cooper, and we're going to get into the interview with him in just a few minutes. But, Mike, it's time for news, and there is some big – there's a lot of big news happening this week. But one thing that I want to focus on that's not being talked about a lot yet, but will be, is the LinkedIn signal.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See – A lot of us in our community come from that world of Databases, even the days of squealy modems and bulletin boards. And LinkedIn is really familiar to people like that. You know, people have talked about how it looks just like a bulletin board except it does more stuff. I can, I can use a mouse with it. Well, the data extraction stuff we've known about for a long time and the recruiters have known about for a long time. But the sales and marketing people are kind of new to this. And along with their awakening comes this new tool it's going to let us really extract lots of stuff, and it's going to pull information out from people who in the Twitter world have identified in some way, shape, or form with us. Isn't that interesting, Lori? Well, I know we got Twitter pulled into it from a database mining standpoint through LinkedIn.
3: It is very, very exciting news. The cool thing is, it looks, when you look at the, at the signal, LinkedIn signal, if you go to the LinkedIn blog, you can see screenshots and stuff of of it. So blog.linkedin.com. Um, Esteban Kozak actually wrote the blog post, and he's one of the developers, the product managers of the new product. And, is one of the patent filers so he knows exactly what he's got going on there but it it allows you to watch trending links trending topics people what people are sharing on their LinkedIn status updates as well as Twitter you can filter and search the all of the the signals or the the shares and tweets that are going on out there by industry network all those different kinds of things and You can save your searches. There are just so many exciting facets to this. I'm I'm beside myself.
2: Yeah, a lot of people probably think we can do a lot of those things already, and I agree we can. Let's see when they roll this out, and of course we'll have to get our access into the early beta on it, Lori. To to find out what extra pieces we can do, because it's hunting and farming and channel development and these other pieces out there that I have most in mind for this feature. Like the things I learned from Miller-Hyman, I can now kind of incorporate more of those tools, the Hoover's tools, the Hart-Hanks tools, to pull that on in, because sales reps need an advantage. and this. Does. brilliant.
3: Yep, absolutely brilliant. So get more information on the LinkedIn blog. Tell them you heard about it from the LinkedIn rock stars. And Brasco, I think it's time for our first break, and then we'll come back and interview Don and find out everything he knows about LinkedIn.
1: Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay LinkedIn to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return.
0: in cash prizes and all-year-long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com that's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com registration and soon so put your system to the test today
3: Join marketing to women expert, Maria Ritan, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs>
2: we're back to rock of the world.
3: <laughs> rock on, Isn't it
2: fun doing the shows with our idols?
3: It is absolutely.
2: And our mentors. Yeah. And they just don't get any better than today. They just you know don't. We, just,
3: we keep telling people that we're going to interview CEOs of really cool companies and have some really cool information on the show. And one of the things that we are excited about doing is interviewing people that you may not know but you should know. And Don Cooper is one of those people.
2: That's, uh, hey, you know, I think Don is probably one of the early ones here on LinkedIn. I'm just thinking we're going to well, find why don't out. You ask him. Don, Don yes. do you know when you joined? What was that first story, that aha moment that made you decide, today's the day?
4: gotten a couple of invitations from some people, and I decided to check it out. So I clicked the link, found it, and it, it seemed interesting at the time. It was a way to connect with business people that I already knew, and it was free, so I figured, what what the heck? I didn't do a lot at first because there weren't that many people that I knew using the system, so I I adopted it fairly slowly. I was not one of the early evangelists for the service. I I took it real, real slow at first.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of that's typical for back then. I was early on as well, and you were poking around going, like, well, I guess I've seen everything there is here. Because <laughs> uh, there, was, there wasn't that much. But a few of us that were in sales, and you've been driving sales for a long time, see that, wow, there's customers out here. Gee, you know, wh- when using it for business is kind of different than just using it in, 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 in life. When did you start using it for business, and what was the, what was the first thing?
4: I think when I first started using it for business was shortly after I attended one of your seminars um, back in the day. So I knew that this was a good tool, but I wasn't yet sure how really best to use it. It's kind of like somebody gives you, you know, a, a drill. If you've never used one before, you're not really sure quite how to use it. You don't want to do it wrong. So that's when I learned about some of the different things you could use LinkedIn for as far as researching, as far as getting involved in groups. As far as uh, doing searches for um, types of titles or doing searches within companies,
2: that was very eye opening. Very
3: cool. Very cool. I, mean, very cool. I, I, think, you know, I love your tip I, think of the day. Don,
2: I think Don was at one of the very first workshops that we did, maybe way back when at the University of Denver, some 500 sessions ago. I mean, really, I, I believe Don was there because all the big leaders were at those first events. Remember those way back
3: when? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you guys have known each other for a long for a long time. But, you know, I, I love your tip of the day, Don, and you mentioned it again. You keep coming back to groups and, you know, posting blog articles and relevant groups and, and things. How do you recommend that salespeople and people who are trying to find customers in LinkedIn find groups that are relevant for them?
4: Well, groups are one of the most valuable parts of LinkedIn, especially given – what LinkedIn has been for such a long time, which is designed for people that already know each other. LinkedIn really in its early days encouraged or discouraged strangers from trying to meet using the service. So it was hard to expand your network using it, but the groups make it easy to expand your network. So I've found the groups to be really, really viable in meeting new people and to learn more things as well to get my message out there in a way that is appreciated and valued by others. When I teach people how to use LinkedIn and how to integrate it into their sales processes, I encourage salespeople, professionals, business owners, anybody who sells, they need to join three basic types of groups. The first type is the group of your own industry. So whatever it is you do, whatever industry that is, there are groups for that. For example, I'm a professional speaker and trainer. So I'm a member of several groups devoted to the speaking and training industry, like the National Speakers Association and several others. And you want to be involved in those groups because there's industry information that gets passed along. There are industry opportunities that get passed along. There are legislative issues that come up. So there's a lot of information about what you do that you need to know and being a member of those groups can keep you abreast of that industry information. The second type of group you want to belong to are the groups that your target markets belong to. So you should have a target market. If you don't, you need to figure them out because nobody can market and sell effectively to everybody. So who are your ideal prospects. What characteristics do they have in common? Whatever that is, there's a group for that. Even if you have five or six different target markets, that's fine. There are groups for each of them. For example, one of my target markets is the marine industry. About the last 10 years or so, I've done a lot of speaking and training for boat manufacturers and boat dealerships. So I'm a member of several groups that are specifically related to the boating industry. That lets me get my message out in front of them as well as to keep abreast of the issues within things need to know about if I'm going to keep speaking to those people. Right. So figure out who your target markets are and join the groups that those markets belong to that puts you in front of them and keeps their information in front of you. The third That's type brilliant. of group you should join are groups related to sales and marketing. Because whatever business you're in, you're in the sales and marketing business. It does not matter how good your product or service is if you cannot market and sell it effectively. This is especially important for small business owners and professionals. You've got to sell what you do and what you have. So join groups related to sales and marketing, and you will receive an avalanche of great articles, blogs, tips, free webinars on every aspect you can think of related to sales and marketing. Whatever it is you do, you need to get better at sales and marketing. Whether you are a salesperson, whether you're a marketing professional, whether you're a manager, a business owner, a professional, whatever you do, you need to be involved in sales and marketing. The more you know, the better off for you and your company. So joining those groups will help you to become better at sales and marketing.
3: That's fabulous. You know, I I noticed that a lot of uh, a lot of people have asked us, well, I can only be a member of 50 groups, so I have this target market and this target market and this target market. And what we recommend is, you know, try it. Go go in as focused as you possibly can toward any one particular target market you have, and see if being a member of those groups. Is something that's beneficial for you. If it doesn't, you don't get any leads from it. You don't get any engagement. Then try a different a different market.
4: Exactly. It's the same as in the physical world. If you join an association, try it out. Oh, keep doing it. If not, get out. The beautiful thing with LinkedIn.